Hi everyone and welcome to Superwoman Wellness. I'm Dr. Taz. I've made it my mission throughout my career in integrative medicine to support women in restoring their health using a blend of Eastern medical wisdom with modern science. In this show, I will guide you through different practices to find your power type and fully embody the healthiest and most passionate version of you. I'm here for you and I can't wait to get started. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superwoman Wellness where you know I am determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. I am having another one of those pinch me moments. Many of you who have followed the show or have followed me know that we have incredible guests on this show, but this is someone who was foundational, fundamental in my career. I probably read his books when I was probably a teenager, maybe in my 20s, but didn't know I'd go into holistic medicine. But this is definitely one of our founding fathers. So I am thrilled beyond words to introduce you guys to Dr. Norman Sheely. Dr. Sheely has such an accomplished career. He has essentially created the concept of holistic medicine in the Western world in 1971. Look where we are now with the introduction of the first of its kind, Sheely Pain and Rehabilitation Institute, which evolved into the Sheely Soren Wellness Institute, addressing patients who have been failed by conventional medicine. He's a world-renowned neurosurgeon and is well-known for the invention of the spinal cord stimulation procedure and TENS unit, which are utilized all over the world among numerous other medical breakthroughs. He's often called the father of holistic medicine and founded the American Holistic Medical Association in 1978. It's an honor. It's a privilege. I still can't believe this is happening, but welcome to the show, Dr. Sheely. I am thrilled to have you on here. Hey, it's always great to talk with someone who's, who's real. <laughs> I, yes, definitely. And I've got to tell you, so my entire journey into holistic medicine was totally by accident. I actually got sick, couldn't get answers to some of what was going on with me. I think I picked up one of your books. So I'm done with residency. I'm like 27, maybe 28 at the time and found the American uh, Medical Holistic Association, basically found the AHA and was like, let me go to one of their conferences. And I think that's what initially opened the door for me. And I'm like, I didn't learn any of this in medical school. Like what is happening here? But that really led me down the path that I'm on today. And it's been such an incredible journey, but you're really a big part of that. So, so pleased to have you on here. Why, what got you into this world back in the seventies? What, what got you into the world of, I mean, you're an accomplished neurosurgeon. You guys typically are like cut and it's going to be better. So what got you into this world? You won't believe what was going on before 1960. We were going to the operating room, taking two laminae off the spine, breaking off a piece of an old single edge razor blade. I, I hope it was sterile. And then cutting the front half of the spinal cord. That was called a cordotomy. I thought it was barbarian. It was barbarian. Yeah. When I finished my neurosurgical training, I spent three years doing research in animals on pain suppression. Interestingly, when I presented the work just on the animals, Neurosurgeon jumped up on the stage and said, you idiot, you don't know what you're talking about. It's in animals. Three years later, when I'd only done six patients, every neurosurgeon in the room was ready to do the procedure. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. But all of a sudden, I was being sent 400 people a year for the spinal cord stimulator. 
they had had five to seven unsuccessful back operations. Mm. They were on Valium and Percodan. I wouldn't stick a needle in them, let alone a knife to put in a stimulator. And so in October 15th will be the 50th anniversary. I said, somebody's got to find out what to do with these failures of conventional medicine. And so at first I started with behavioral modification. And we got people out of bed at seven o'clock in the morning and wouldn't let them go back to bed at seven o'clock at night. And we actually, you know, made them stay active all day. Then in, early, in 1972, I discovered autogenic training and biofeedback. And autogenic training was so important that I went back to get a PhD in psychology to understand this whole concept of self-regulation. Mm-hmm. And that came, my PhD was finished in February of 1970. Interesting, the same, same year, it's February of 1978. And from that, I've now developed 68 different mental spiritual exercises for treating everything. Wow. Is it really, so much of it is connected in our spirit, isn't it? So, so much of disease, so much of what we're seeing, what's been your experience with with that? And why is modern medicine so far removed from that? Well, you know, interestingly, when I started AHMA, I was invited to speak at a few medical schools. Mm-hmm. And 30% of the first year students were very interested in holism. Only 10% of the senior medical students were interested. By the time people finished their residency, we're down to 1% of physicians who are not brainwashed. Wow. The pharmaco mafia now owns medicine. It does. And of course, my my favorite statement is, I do not know a single disease, chronic, for which I would allow conventional medicine, not one in this world. Wow. I have threatened for 50 years to have put tattooed on my chest, do not open. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, how do you, so when I walk around the world and tell people what I do, uh, the first question I usually get asked is, oh, so you're like a real doctor, like with an MD. And I'm like- We are the only real doctor. Yes, I'm like a real doctor. They're like, so you're not a naturopath. I'm like, no, I'm not a naturopath. You're not a nutritionist. I'm like, well, I have a nutrition certification, but I'm, you know, I'm a physician, I'm an MD. What, what would you tell anyone listening today? What is holistic medicine? What are, they, what are we both trying to do that people can't really get their hands around? Well, we, we have a body, but we are more than our body. We have emotions. We're much more than our emotions. We have a mind. We are much more than our mind. We are a soul yes. having an experience. And it's only because we include the soul and the spirit and God that it makes us holistic. And if you don't include your real self, which is your soul, you can't be real. Ah, to me, modern medicine is artificial. Now, in acute illness, it could save your life. Definitely. In chronic illness, it could cost you your life. I worked for years in the emergency room and, and I know firsthand how our technology and how our innovation, how it really can make a difference. But now in my integrative practice, it's been 12, almost 13 years. You know, I see firsthand the disappointments that many people have experienced just as I did when I was trying to get answers to my own health. 
So you started this movement, you founded the American Holistic Association. How do you feel about the progress over the years? We're now what, 60, 60 years in or something like that? Um, how are you feeling about what you've seen happen over time? I'm sure at one time you were called the quack doctor too. I mean, what are you, what are you seeing? And where do you see things like integrative medicine, functional medicine, like all these different terms, biologic medicine, all these things have popped up since you have started this movement. Yeah, moderately, moderately um, artificial. A local hospital actually advertised that it had an integrative medicine program. Yeah. They offered hot stone massage. Now I'm not opposed to hot stone massage. Right. Right. But it ain't holistic. Right. That's the biggest frustration. There's no standardization, right? Like anyone exactly. can say they're doing this stuff and there's no like methodology or standardization to it. If you're not willing to admit that you're holistic, you're not holistic in my opinion. Right. I love yeah. that. I mean, I own it. I'm like, I'm a holistic doctor. So I right. own it. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're one of the 1% at most. Yeah. However, it's where we are. Actually, in every profession, they do not like anything new. I don't care whether it's medicine or science or colleges or government, they don't like anything new. Right. And so, tough snooks, I still like holism. I like the concept. And it is critically important because I am convinced that 100% of illness is stress, period. Totally, I agree. And that stress is primarily emotional stress. Although in today's world, only 2.5% of people are smart enough to be alive. That's one of my favorite statements. There are two national studies that show that 97.5% of people are missing one to five absolutely essential health habits. Only 10% of Americans get any significant physical exercise. 90% mm. are doorknobs. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, what would you say? Okay, so let's dive into that. What would you say the top five health habits are for preventing uh, disease? Where, where would you go with that? Number habit? one is a body mass index of 18 to 24. Mm -hmm. Over 72% of people are fatter than that. Right. If you have a body mass index of 30 or more, you have the same risk as someone who smokes three packs of cigarettes a day. Now, interestingly, so the number one cause of premature death today is obesity. Mm -hmm. Number two, 22% of adults still smoke. Why? Why are you guys still smoking? Why? <laughs> yeah. Number three, the average American eats 2.2 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Mm. The minimum is five and the optimal is eight to 10. 80% <laughs> of the food available to buy anywhere in the country is junk. Yeah. I went to McDonald's in 1962. It opened up in Cleveland. I took one bite, I spit it out in the restaurant, threw it away and I've never been back. Wow. And in the grocery stores, I don't shop on the center aisles. Right. And fortunately, I live on a farm, so I don't even shop very much. <laughs> there we go. There's the solution. We all need to move to farms for sure. But uh, the, the, the next most important habit is physical ex exercise. 
I only do two hours, seven days a week. I get up at four o'clock every morning. I go to bed at eight mm -hmm. and um, I do two hours of exercise before I do anything else. I won't even answer the phone wow. before. So what do you do? What's your, what's your modality? What do you like to do? Well, I, have you ever heard of Charles Atlas? You're too young maybe to hear of that. I know the name, but I don't know why. It was an isometric exercise program. Ah, okay. Got I got into when I was 12 years of age. Wow. So I, I have a total body isometric exercise. You do every conceivable movement against pressure on your own. Yeah. Then I do 200 sit-ups and I do 100 backups on a Roman chair. Mm. And then I do 30 minutes on a vibe machine where I'm moving my arms like this for the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I do 10 minutes on a health rider with 50 pounds of weight. And then another 10 minutes or so on a treadmill. Wow. That's my morning. Gotcha. But so I like that you're up at four. How old are you? Are we allowed to ask you how old you are? 88. 88 and so <laughs> vibrant. And you're up at four o'clock in the morning. Yep. But I go to bed at eight. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you mentioned something very important because I'm dealing with this personally and I deal with it, you know, in the office too. You know, my husband does not have great stress management tools and toolboxes. He's got a cardiovascular issue. He had a stent put in at the age of 40, 41. And we recently found out that uh, he's still having some issues there. So I am a firm believer that it's stress that's driving it, you know, and it's so hard. And he and I were talking and it's so hard to just be like, well, manage your stress, make it go away. How, what do you tell people when we're in such a stressful environment? And then this show in particular, we talk to a lot of women, a lot of mothers, a lot of career women who are juggling everything and their stress load has just amped up over the decades. You know, how do we help them beyond just don't be stressed? You know, well, I, offer them and give them free a, an MP3 of autogenic training. Mm. And I encourage them to do it 18 minutes twice a day for three months. And this is autogenic training. Autogenic training. That was, it was developed in 1912 by a German psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And when I discovered it in 1972, there were only 2,600 scientific references. Today, there are 28,000 scientific references wow. on autogenic training. Wow. It is the most studied self-regulation, self-controlled tool in the history of the world hmm. for anxiety, for depression, and for pain. And now I have 68 different variations of mental exercises to train you for taking control of pain, anxiety, depression, and spirituality. Well, talk to us more about what does that look like? Is that breath work? We hear a lot about breath work. We hear a lot about journaling and writing things out. What does autogenic training look like and how does uh, it connect us back you, to the spirit? You repeat the words. Okay. I, I say them slowly. As you breathe in, my arms and legs, as you breathe out, are heavy and warm. My heartbeat is calm and regular. My breathing is free and easy. My abdomen is warm. My forehead is cool. My mind is quiet and still. I am at peace. Now those words are repeated 12 to 
to 15 or 16 times each. And when you get to that stage, you are in a, in a hypnotic trance. Mm-hmm. There is degree, but you're in a, a certain trance. But one of the exercises that I, I personally developed was expanding the electromagnetic energy field around your body. Oh, get, this is good stuff. This is the stuff I like. All right, talk to us well, about I that. I happen to see what's called the human aura. It's this field around people that, that looks, you know, like heat waves coming off the pavement or mm-hmm. whatever. And if you start with your feet and in your mind, expand your electromagnetic energy field one inch and move it up your entire body and then go back to your feet and expand the electromagnetic energy field to 12 inches around your entire body, you are free of pain. Your body is essentially numb. How, okay. can, we, can we do this? How do, you, how do you do this? Can you do it with me? Okay. What, can you see my aura? Well, it, 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 interestingly, it doesn't show up in film, in my opinion. Okay. I have to see it. I have to be in, the, in, in your presence, unfortunately. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know why it doesn't show up on film, but it does it for me. But you've seen paintings of saints in Christ. Yes. They often are white with a gold outline or all gold. Yep. Well, what I see... To me, it looks more like heat waves, but it can have color in it. And if it has black in it, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, right. But most of the time, it's sort of just a light movement like that. And I imagine that one inch around my feet, and it, it takes about 20 minutes to induce someone. So gradually, and I ask them feedback. Tell me when your feet are expanded not your feet, the energy field around them is expanded. And then do your whole legs. And then, you know, and, and when you get to the point of one inch, I say, fine, now you can make that even better by expanding the energy field to 12 inches. And then we go from 12 inches of feet to around the entire body. Mm-hmm. And at that point, actually you lose awareness of your body. Your body is gone. Mm-hmm. Your mind is alert. And it's a powerful, powerful tool then for doing any kind of psychological work, including past life therapy. Wow. And I'm a big, big, I I don't believe in reincarnation. I know it. I've done hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And for the most serious problems, the the single greatest thing you can do is a past life therapy session. Hmm. You can cure many major diseases with with one, occasionally two, past life therapy sessions so with past life okay so let's break this down a little bit so this autogenic training expanding our aura starting with the feet and working out more and more and trying to get finally up to the crown area right the the upper body we are connecting more and more to our spirit is that what's happening yes what i say is now at this level your mind is alert and can travel in time and space. Mm. And remember, to me, I, I have never doubted the question of God. Right. When I was four years old, my grandmother came in and remonstrated me for climbing up on a lard can. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, Grandma, if you're going to die, you're going to die. <laughs> she says, that's true, son, but you can shorten your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've never had a doubt about 
this concept of connection with what I call God or the divine. It, 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 it's, it's as real as I am physically. Mm-hmm. And so when I had my first past life therapy session in 1972, it, it made perfect sense. Since then, I now know 30 of my previous lives. Wow. So is, and, past, is past life therapy the same as a past life regression? Because there same thing. Yes. Same thing. Okay, got it. And so what's happening? Are we carrying wounds? Are we carrying trauma from previous lives into the current physical body, into the yes. current home? Especially people with major pain, anxiety, or depression. Those are the big ones. Gotcha. It means that you died with pain, anxiety, and or depression, and never dealt with it. You, mm-hmm. you For some reason, when you went into the soul world, you didn't forgive the bastards in your life from that time. Right. right. And the, one of my favorites is forgiveness and blessings. After you've done the exercise, then put them into the hands of God. It's not mm-hmm. my responsibility. That's for you and God. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about disease and when we talk about our health and our wellness, so much of it is spirituality, right? And climbing through layers of spiritual lessons. Is there a universal lesson that we should all be striving towards? Is it, yes. is it a message that we need to master before we go? Yes. Every thought is a prayer. Thinking sets in motion spiritual forces to bring about change. Mm. Body, mind, companions, hope or despair. So forgive whatever happened, no matter how bad it is in this life or in a previous life, and then turn it over to God. I don't think it's my responsibility to change the world. My responsibility is to change me and to only do what is right. Wow. Period. Wow. All right. So let's go back to the patient. We've got a patient not doing well, maybe they're suffering from breast cancer, a hormone issue like endometriosis, a mental health issue, whether it's anxiety, the number one mental health issue in women today or depression, where do they begin? Do they begin with the doctor, the MD, right? With balance, I always tell people, cause not everyone's open to this conversation, right? So when I'm meeting people, I'm telling them my job is to balance your chemistry so that I move your vibration higher so that your mind opens up to be able to make the best next set of decisions. I I really see that as my purpose. So when someone's suffering and struggling and not getting answers, what is their best next step? What would you advise them to do? Well, of course, I am an electrical junkie. Uh (laughs) And I invented TENS and spinal cord stimulation. And so now my favorite gadget of all is what I call the gamma PEMF device. It was first discovered in Buddhist monks, gamma Gamma PMF device? Yes. Okay. It's an electronic device, and it puts out actually the frequencies of the chakras. It sweeps the chakras from first through the seventh chakra. And in a healthy person at rest, everything has a minus 70 millivolt charge on it. If it gets stressed, it becomes minus 60 or even minus 50 and they become hyper excitable. If it gets to minus 90, they don't work at all. Mm. 
What this does is reestablish the minus 70 millivolt charge. Okay. But the most important thing it does, it puts the brain into that 40 cycle gamma frequency. Gamma is the frequency, the ideal frequency. Here is the gamma pimp device. Now, it's a little bit better on a cap. But within minutes, it puts the brain into gamma frequency. You're kidding. Even if you're sitting on it, it'll put the brain in gamma. Now, it's a bit stronger if it's on the head. Right. My favorite exercise has been in 10 longstanding 20 plus years opioid addicts. They were actually in prison, essentially. And I offered 10 of them an opportunity to try this. They are now four and a half years free of addiction. Amazing. And out of prison. And one woman even had a baby last year. And not one of them had any desire to go back to narcotics. Mm. So it is the single greatest thing for severe anxiety. Hmm. You can take the most agitated person in the world. My favorite actually case was a 60-year-old man who had advanced Parkinsonism. That's, his diagnosis came with him because he couldn't talk and he couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. He was in a wheelchair. Holding, two people holding him by his arms. He couldn't put his feet on the floor. One month later, he walked 40 feet into the clinic. Oh, my God. How often do you use that device? Where do you get it? Who supervises it? What's the story? Well, we, we handle, people can buy it off our website. And of course, if they want our guidance with it, we can do that by Zoom or phone. And I recommend a minimum of two hours a day, but all okay. day is okay. Okay. And you can sleep with it. Some people sleep with it under their pillow. Uh, I can't sleep with it because I hear it. Most people don't hear it, mm -hmm. but I get a click, 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 click sound under my, when I put it on my pillow. Now, interesting, I don't hear that when it's on my head, but if I'm talking on the phone, I'll hear the click, click, click. Yeah. And, but um, last July, a year ago, I had the worst case of shingles I've ever seen. From my knees to my shoulders, I had pain and itching. I woke up after a few weeks and I thought, well, I'm about 95% dead. <laughs> I put this on for eight hours. By the end of the day, I was 95% back to normal. And by the next day, I was back to normal. Mm. That's how good it is. That's amazing. It reestablishes your normal, normal electrical charge on your cells. Wow. The only contraindication is a pacemaker. Mm -hmm. It won't hurt you, but it might interfere with a pacemaker. And I would use it in someone who's pregnant, of course. But other than that, I've used it, we've used it in many, many hundreds of people, and it is totally, totally safe. Now, again, I really like this derivation of autogenic training that I call biogenics, because mm -hmm. it has the various themes that we can work on from spiritual, getting in touch with your personal angel, controlling pain. Actually, in 1977, um, I had a sinus infection, first time in my life. I had to have surgery on my sphenoid sinus. I said to the anesthesiologist, give me 20 minutes and I'll be ready. After 20 minutes, I said, okay, I'm ready. 
I could hear the noise of the bone crunching when they went up through my nose, but no pain. Mm-hmm. Total successful surgery with no pain. Hmm. That's how much you can do with biogenics or autogenic training when you elaborate on it. What are there other ways to get us into a gamma state other than using the device? Are there other things that we could do on a day-to-day basis in our environment that would make a difference? Oh, of course. In my opinion, at the top of my list is no wheat, no rice, Mm -hmm. no potatoes, and no sugar. Those are all junk foods. Wheat, Wheat, potatoes, rice, and sugar. Right. But wheat, because it's, it's triple treated with glyphosate. Yeah. And 75% of our rain has glyphosate in it. I know. There is no such thing as organic. To me, it is unethical to call a product organic unless it was grown in a greenhouse with filtered air. Well, what do we do then? What are what are the right choices to make with food? And like, we know we need you know, more. No, you do the best you can. Okay. 80% of your food should be vegetables and fruits. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's about 60% vegetables, 20% fruits. And the rest, in my opinion, should be a wide variety of quality protein. Yeah. Fish, sardines, salmon, poultry, meat, as long as it's properly raised is fine. And of course, milk. Mm-hmm. And I like all kinds of fermented milk, like kefir mm-hmm. and plain yogurt. Um, and the everybody needs supplements today. Once upon a time, the minimum data requirement was like one and a half to two and a half milligrams of B1, two, four, and six. Today, I believe you need 25 milligrams of B, of B complex yep. just for your brain to function normally. Yep. And once upon a time, it was, a, it was 60 milligrams of vitamin C. Now the FDA, which I call, by the way, the Federal Death Administration, <laughs> the FDA now has raised it to 100 milligrams I think you need 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C and a gram of MSM. Interestingly, when you combine two grams of vitamin C and one gram of MSM, it will raise your DHEA 60%. Wow. DHEA is the most important hormone in the body. So we have four natural techniques for raising your DHEA. Youth formula, which is the combination of C and MSM and natural progesterone cream, the only hormone I like to recommend for men or women. But using that will raise your DHEA 60%. Mm-hmm. Magnesium lotion. Magnesium is 100 times better absorbed through the skin than it is through the mouth. Yep. And using just two teaspoons of magnesium lotion twice a day will raise your DHEA 60%. And of course now, As a substitute for needles, I've created five different circuits that we can activate with blends of essential oils. And so by using Fire Bliss, Fire Bliss is phenomenally successful in low back pain, migraine, and rheumatoid arthritis. Wow. And treating depression. Another one is which has nothing to do with DHEA, but it's good for depression, anxiety, is air bliss. It raises oxytocin. Hmm. And the these, are, these are blends that you have on your site or yes. there are certain brands? Yes. Okay. There, there are specific 
uh, they, they're all based on acupuncture meridians. Yep. Mm-hmm. Circuits. But uh, it takes an hour to do it electrically. But with the Bliss Oils, it takes 30 seconds to gotcha. do the whole circuit. Yeah. So oils make a difference with the circuit. Exercise makes a difference. Sleep, I'm sure. What about what about Wi-Fi, 5G? That's impacting our electric field for sure. What do you think is happening there? I honestly don't. I don't think that Wi-Fi in a computer, for instance, like this, is that bad. Okay. Uh, I do have a, a a thing that's supposed to block it, and I have it tapped on the back of my computer. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I spend probably. Well, if when I'm at the clinic, I probably don't spend more than an hour out of the day on on, on uh, my computer. But at home, I spend another four hours every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not opposed to that at all. Now, sleep is the other biggie. Yeah. 42% of people do not sleep seven or eight hours. Mm-hmm. People who sleep six or less hours have more accidents than all the drug addicts and narcotic and alcoholics in the world. They function at the level of slightly drunk. Wow, wow. So you need a minimum of seven hours and I get my eight, I, 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 I like my eight hours. Yeah. Why do you think we have such a high nutrient need nowadays compared to the past? Because of, mainly I think because of poisons like fluoride, hmm. look at, the number one poison, in my opinion, in the world is fluoride. Mm. The sperm account, when I was in medical school, was 150 million. Today, the sperm account in this country, the sperm count is 40 million. Mm. When it gets to 20 million, we are infertile. Yeah. In fact, I've been working with men below 20 million since the early 90s. Now, again, with certain acupuncture, Chung Mo, I can restore sperm. I took one man from 12 million to 54 million just using acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Now I would do it with the bliss oils, but um, I can help women regulate their periods when they're out of balance. And I, I'm a, you know, I, I love acupuncture, but when I can do it so simply that you could do it at home, you don't have to come in the office. Right. You don't have to have needles. Right. It works better than anything. Well. Amazing. What do you think the future is, Dr. Sheely? I see kids having more and more neurodevelopmental issues, gender and hormone issues, you know, cognitive issues. I see women having more and more hormonal and HPA issues, men's sperm count, testosterone levels going down. What do you, what's the future? The future to me, if we're going to have a future, is holistic medicine, period. Mm-hmm. Unequivocally. Now, again, in acute <laughs> in acute illness, it can save your life. No question about it. We need an emergency ward. Mm-hmm. However, I believe if you are not a lot better within three months, it's already chronic. Now, some some people could f- consider it six months to call it chronic. I consider anything. If it isn't, it isn't fifty percent better in three months. It's not going to get better with conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. So, it's this broad variety of autogenic training, biogenics, nutrition, physical exercise, and getting in touch with your real self. The real you is your soul. Yeah. 
How does someone find, you know, just to, I could ask you, I could, I know we need to wrap, but I could ask you probably 50 more questions. How does somebody find or know that they need past life regression therapy? How do they know when to turn to holistic medicine? What's the best way to find a holistic medicine practitioner? That's a couple of questions. If we get answers to that, we're happy. And I know everybody listening will be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Otherwise they're going to be like, what do we do next? So. Well, if they don't call themselves holistic, in my opinion, they're not. Okay. So I say, if they don't advertise the holistic physician, don't bother with them. So you don't like integrative. You don't like- I do not like integrative. I do like not functional. use it in any circumstance. Functional, mezza, mezza. Yeah. Same thing. It's not the real thing. Yeah. The real thing is holism. Why, now, do, you, why, do, you, why do you not like integrative? Explain, explain because that. Because it is faked by the hospitals. Uh, okay. They add one stupid thing yeah. and call it integrative. Integrative. Holistic is multi-level. Yeah. It's not one thing. It's comprehensive. It's every conceivable right. safe alternative. Right. And now if you have a serious problem, I don't care what it, whether it's pain or anxiety or depression or cancer, it's likely that you will benefit from a past life therapy session. Mm. And how do you find a good person? To do that for you. I say if they've not been trained by Morris Netherton or me, I don't know how to find them. Okay. Morris, Morris Nether was one of the great past life therapists in the world. Unfortunately, he died last October. Mm. But uh, he trained a number of people, and I trained people. And and my partner, Dr. Soren, and I trained people still in past life therapy. And so, uh, in my opinion, it cannot be done on Zoom or by mm -hmm. phone, mm. it has to be in person. Got it. Because they can have a very, very serious emotional reaction. I mean, they need me there to help them cope. Mm. Not always, but sometimes. And I don't want to leave somebody in limbo. Right. Where are you? Where Where are you? In Spring, Springfield, Missouri. Missouri, okay, got it. Gotcha. But we do everything else by Zoom or phone or whatever. And now, I believe all people need supplements because of the pollution of the world. But the most important thing is to be real. And being real means you recognize the basic that you are a soul having a physical experience. Wow. That's the foundation for holism. Wow. I love it. I think that's so incredibly powerful and getting in touch with our soul, listening to our soul, you know, really connecting with it. I think we lose it nowadays, you know. And connect with your personal angel. Mm, how do you do that? Uh, well, we have an exercise in our biogenics program. All right, I'll have to check it out. Connecting with, connecting with your personal angel. Mm -hmm. now, mine came in 1984. I woke, I, I, I sleep eight hours every night, but this one night in December, I woke up hearing 18 different voices. So I went out with, you know, I went in the room and I'm taking notes to trying to distinguish ABC and, you know, 18 different voices. And that's when I met my personal angel, Muriel. In general, your personal angel is for you, a male. For a man, it's a female. That's the mm -hmm. person. Now, a teacher can be any sex, mm -hmm. but they are angels. And then <clears throat> shortly after that, I met my teacher, an angelic guide teacher, who's given me 
well, I think I've got half a dozen patents that he gave me. I've actually, he has give me an idea. I'll work out the statistics or the, the legalities and the proof of it. And, and that includes one of my other favorite subjects which we haven't talked about at all. That is longevity, healthy mm -hmm. longevity. I've been working on telomere regeneration now since 2006. Wow. Your telomeres, if you have good healthy habits, shrink 1% every year of your life. Wow. But we have proven that stimulating certain specific types of circuits, we can regenerate the telomeres 3.5% every year. Mm -hmm. And it's cumulative. Wow. After 10 years, you can be 35 years younger. Well, get me on that program. That sounds great. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff to do. I can take another 35 years for sure. But it sounds like sleep, exercise, good food, plant-based foods, you know, are kind of the foundation, the fundamental, and then getting in touch with your spirit, your soul, autogenic and biogenic training are kind of the key elements. Do I Absolutely. have it right? I have it right. Yes, okay. We have a course called biogenicscourse.com. And it, it gives you all 68 of the exercises. Amazing. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out personally. I want to, I want to jump, jump into this. I've always believed in this. I always, think I will have, I will have Matt uh, send you the biogenics course. Lovely. Thank you. So I want to come see you too. I'll have to figure out how to make that happen, but I really appreciate your time today. I know uh, we're getting close and I don't want to take advantage of it, but thank you so much. You've been an inspiration to me and to who knows how many you know, thousands and thousands of other medical professionals out there, you've really made a difference. I just want to thank you for all your service and your work over the years. Hey, you know, there's only one purpose in life to help people. Now I want to tell people, I want you to understand, in my opinion, the person who made this is quite as important as I am. <laughs> I would be bored out of my gourd trying to do this. That's true. That's true. I do enjoy what I do. I can tell an 88, you're vibrant, you're thriving guys. He's an inspiration for us all. If folks want to connect with you or learn more about what you're doing and what you're offering, what's the best way for them to do that? Wonderful. Blessings to you. Thank you. Do you, uh, you what's your website? I want everyone to know what your website is before we leave. Realholisticdoc.com. R-E-A-L-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-D-O-C. Com, the real thing. I love it. That's the original, the real thing, guys. This has been a complete treat. I hope you guys are as inspired as I am. And I thank you all for joining me for this episode of Superwoman Wellness. Remember that we're on iTunes and Spotify and you can rate and, it. It and share it with your friends. Yes, he has one more thought. Go, go I for it. I introduce you to my partner. Okay, awesome. Hello. After, after many, many years, I finally found a physician that I trust to take oh over. God. It's so hard, isn't it? It is. I turned down 100 physicians back in 19, in 2003. And this is Dr. Sergey Sheely Soren. Well, it was so nice to meet you. Uh, just a little background. <clears throat> my, uh, my background is also about the life crisis, colon cancer stage 3 plus in 07. So I was told I'd be dead within a couple of years. Oh, wow. Uh, and that was a decision time. Uh, uh, changed my life on a dime and eventually led to meeting my mentor. And uh, actually I decided to, well, it's a, it wasn't much of a decision. It was basically a no brainer. 
to honor the man who has taught me everything that I so know. Much. Uh, you, and me. really, he is a soul brother. Mm, I need to find a soul brother. <laughs> oh, we all, well, brother or sister, it doesn't matter. Sister, whichever, I'll take either. Growing, growing up, I, I, I craved having a brother. Yeah. But I never had one. My mother had a miscarriage when I was five or six years of age, and that was yeah. it. I never got it Aww. until I met Sergey. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you both, and I would keep doing the work you're doing. It's important work. We need to bond together more, too, and, and connect. And I think for everyone watching or listening today, I think they really will be inspired to understand how it all fits together. Our soul, our spirit is important. In ancient history, we never separated the two. It's only in recent times that we've done that, and that's why we're seeing the diseases and the situation we're in. So anyhow, thank you guys all for joining me. We're gonna make sure they get your website and, and for everybody watching and listening, thank you for watching this episode of Superwoman Wellness. And remember we're on iTunes and Spotify and you can rate and review it and share it with your friends. We'll see you next time. Blessings, thank have you. a good one. <laughs>